Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mike in Bed. I'm Josh. I'm Jasmine. And on a scale of one to infinity, how tired are you? One being that you could, like, wrestle Pegasus, and infinity being like you need a nap yesterday. I mean, I feel like as an introvert, Anytime there's a party or a gathering of people, even those people I know and love, I'm still exhausted by the end of it. Like, it takes a lot of, like, energy <laughs> out of me and just a lot of energy to be there and be present. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm probably, I won't say a 10, but I'm probably, like, an eight and a half. Like, if someone gave me a bed and a pillow, I would go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we're like right adjacent to our bed. And well, that's the whole point. It's Mike's in bed. It's Mike's we bed. Found, we used uh, to film. I think we used to record in the bed. Like right? in the physical bed. Yeah, we used to record in the bed, but then like that became. Yeah. Like, setup became not helpful. Untenable. I would have one hundred percent hit the mic eighteen times. Yep. So A lot of gesturing and. Yeah. So now we just record next to it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like calling our name it's like hey. I, yeah it was it's, it was fun but it was a lot yeah. i am very very tired i thought i was tired yesterday but it, like i'm still tired like so i woke up still tired and i'm still tired like <laughs> yeah like there just hasn't been a, a time where i felt like i got some energy back um, yeah yeah so yeah i also i hadn't had caffeine in two i haven't had it today or yesterday the two days where I probably needed it the most. Yeah, I was going to say. I didn't have it. And it's mainly because like, I just ran out of time. Yeah. Because I have to have it by a certain time or it's just pointless for me. Um, and I ran out of time to have it. And so it's like, oh, well. <laughs> kind of feel like a zombie the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, summer is awesome because... You get to see friends and family. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, nowadays. It's just nice. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you got to be on your game conversationally. Yeah. You got to pay attention. You got to, you know, in our case, corral two tiny children yeah. in the midst of all of that. So, yeah, I I think it was, it's been a good week. Um just a busy one yeah just, i just agree it's just been busy well let's move on to the soul irkage what irked your soul this week <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if it really irked my soul or it irked my best friend's soul but <laughs> just people <laughs> people i think who mean well like they want to help Mm-hmm. But by trying to help, they're actually in the way. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, "Oh no, I want. Let me help. I wanted," and like, they end up making things take longer mm-hmm. and make the whole situation awkward. And that happened so many times on Saturday <laughs> that I was just like, <laughs> "That is like, I was dying in the inside of laughter, mm-hmm. but I wasn't gonna laugh out loud because like, I <laughs> I could see her face." I knew she was getting so annoyed. <laughs> and I was just like, what do I do? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, she's just trying to help out. 
the other person trying to help it's not actually helping and yeah. she's just like if you don't go somewhere yeah. <laughs> and i could see it all over her face multiple times and it was just like you know if that were me that would 100 percent would have earthed my soul like and so yeah when and i had it happen too but like not to that extent like that was that would have that would have just been it. I would have been like, you need to go. When you're cleaning up, especially <laughs> after an event with children, <laughs> you really want to get out of there as efficiently and effortlessly as possible. Yeah. And, you know, and any hindrance to that is very frustrating. Like, it, it's just, it's just the look on her face. <laughs> And the tone of her voice, I was like, she is officially irritated. And I don't know how to help her in this situation. So. But, you know, after, like, how many, almost 20 years of friendship. Yeah. 17 years of friendship, like, I can tell those things. Yep. And I felt for her so much. I was like, oh, girl, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was awful. Oh. <laughs> it's funny i mean it was funny and i'm sure in her head it was funny but she was getting like i could tell she was getting irritated (laughs) like it was funny the entire time to me because i knew exactly why she was getting irritated (laughs) and i could see it happen and like i was trying to calculate ways to like fix the problem but every time i would try it just get worse so (laughs) i'm sorry that it happened to her (laughs) that's rough yeah. So for for me, um, I had the the privilege of taking our oldest to soccer practice. Yeah, it's um, soccer time soccer again. Soc- it's soccer time again, and um, is he's in a class with four others, uh, four others which his age, which is small compared which to is last very, time. Very small. There's a lot of them in the last time. one. Um, but one of the kids uh, who stood next to him. Like it's it's the it's the youngest age group doing soccer. So the rules are, one of the parents is supposed to be participating with their child in the activities. Yeah. And that was true in every case except for this child next to our oldest. Um, and I I really felt for the kid because he he was only able to engage with the coach, really. Yeah. And so, of course, he'd be excited getting into it. My turn, my turn, I want to go. You know, things like that. But um, his parents just, they were there, I think. But I did not, like, they, they didn't cheer him on. They didn't take any interest in what he was doing. And I have to assume that they saw it as, like, a form of, like, childcare in a way. As opposed yeah. to, like... I think what's unfortunate is that that coach is that that's a new coach like to the whole program and so I feel like if it was like his previous like our son's previous coach like she would have said something I think yeah Yeah. um if not said anything she probably would have been very passive about it but she she would have made sure it was known that they were supposed to be up with the child yeah um I wasn't there so I don't know how bad it was but from what you said you said they sat in lawn chairs yeah they sat in lawn chairs <laughs> neither like of them 20 feet back neither of them participated nor said anything the whole time so it was yeah. um 
It was I don't rough know. To see. Maybe if I don't know what they thought it was, but I'm pretty sure, like in all the communication, it's like one parent or like just a guardian, not even parent. Like someone must be with the child at all times. Yes. Just because they're younger and they don't fully understand, like they're learning how to take direction, how to follow instructions, and yeah. sometimes you need a parent or a guardian there just to kind of help with that process. So you can imagine like a group of little ones just without parents or guardians would be a hot mess yeah they'd run all over the place well it was the first session like the only other time i remember something similar happening was um in the previous session one of the little ones mom was due to give birth so there was one week where the grandparents gave and of course they couldn't participate but that was completely different this was the parents there and just not bothering to care yeah, that is definitely something different. But I'll probably take him next time, so I will definitely say something because you know how you Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it sounds like you had to kind of take that kid under your wing. And yeah. our child alone is enough. I'm yep. not trying to <laughs> like also help your child get to the goal. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So well, that irked my soul a bit. Understandably so. Um. But yeah, that's, you know, something that we have enjoyed getting our oldest involved with in the community. And now that we've established that we plan to set down roots in our community, we are on in the early stages, I would say, of the the home buying, home searching process. And uh, yeah, I am always excited to do that form of planning with you in particular because we've made so many spaces that we've lived in together our own for so long that being able to do it in an actual house that's ours is very exciting to me yeah um so we've had hours and hours of conversations about different criteria priorities um that we have and I'm just kind of curious what you would say those top priorities are and why. I mean, own. I'll just give one. I'm not going to go through all of them. But, well, no. like, <laughs> I mean, for us, now that we have kids, yeah. it's just, like, I want it to be a good school district. But in saying that, I want it to be a, a good school district where, like, our children will feel comfortable. Yeah. Because, like, you can say a good school district and it's, like, this all-white school with very, very strong conservative views and values and that's not how we function. No. Um, I want them to, of course, interact with kids who are different and who believe different things. That's very important. Like, you don't just want to surround yourself with a whole bunch of people who think the same thing. Um, You want to be put in situations where you do have to listen to others and kind of force yourself to see someone else's point of view. So, of course, I want them to have that. But, like not just that no, <laughs> like I, you need like-minded people around you you need people with similar cultural backgrounds around and not you at the expense of their comfort and exactly security. like if they ever feel uncomfortable then it's it was the wrong choice like like i don't want them to feel uncomfortable they should feel comfortable being themselves and still be able to have a conversation with someone who might not agree or just look different or just is completely different yeah. <laughs> from them um so that's a big one. It's just for me the right school district where there's enough diversity that they can learn. Like all the kids can just learn from each other mm-hmm. and kind of 
foster like just a good community I don't want it to be a situation where like my kid comes home asking all these questions about why someone said they look a certain way or because I will go the fuck off like I don't oh, I know. <laughs> like I will go up too that's cool and we will solve that problem um, so I just want it to be a good experience for them like I feel like all parents do we want our kids to go to good schools and for them to have a good experience because I feel like that social interaction starts taking over a lot of how they frame the world yeah and that's scary <laughs> But it's good. Like, they need to interact with other people. They do need to have, figure out how to kind of just solve problems and just deal with different things. And so, I, like I said, I want it to be a diverse school district, um, but also one that is, you know, just I don't want our kids growing up around hateful people. That's basically what I'm saying. Like, I just don't yeah. want it to be a hateful school. Like, if you can't stand... LGBTQ plus community people if you don't really like black people if you ban books fuck you like that I don't want my kids going to that type of school like no no, you're trying to hide things from children therefore they're not learning anything in my opinion um I don't have time to deal with your white guilt or whatever the hell is going on (laughs) if that is happening I want my kids to be exposed to as much culture and as much difference as possible you know without (laughs) certain people or groups of people whoever basically trying to eliminate their existence yeah <laughs> from a school library or the main library for that matter so yeah exactly i totally agree and i mean it's it's hard because the calculus is different for us and our kids than it is for your average white kid going to a public school you know it's 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 a different world to navigate um and it's going to be challenging, I think, regardless of you know, any school district. It really is. Like, and know. this is just not a knock on Central PA. I know people probably think I no. hate it here. I don't hate it. I do like Central PA. It's more so just a knock on certain schools. Like, I feel like the schools that usually are ranked really well are in very, very white conservative areas. Yes. And, like, I get it. Like, it kind of is, like, the whole – and it's not okay, in my understanding, but it's not okay. Like, I get, like, how money flows, right? Mm-hmm. So the better schools usually are in suburban areas because there's more money, there's more homes. Like I get all of that. Like I know how the fun, like how the funds funnel and work, but it doesn't make it okay, no. <laughs> right? So I want my kid to go to a good school, or my both of my kids to go, but it'll just be the one soon. They go to a good school, but I feel like we shouldn't have to sacrifice other things <laughs> for no. that to happen. No. And so, and I know this happens all over the nation. Like, this isn't, like, a specific to central PA thing. Like, it happens everywhere. That's just how I feel like these systems were set up, right? Like I said, I feel like poverty is at sometimes made by certain higher-ups and wants it to continue so they can continue to be higher-ups. So that's just how I feel. And I feel like sometimes things are done so that certain things can continue to allow others to continue to be superior. But don't get me on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do agree with you. And the other thing we've been having to factor in is the size of a school district. Because you went to a larger school district, school system for middle and high school. And I went to a very small one, both public schools. 
Um, I didn't have a great experience. I think your experience was slightly better than mine. So, like, I will say I had a good experience both in middle school and high school. But I'm a very, like, like, I am not stupid. I'll know if I, if I can sense or I can basically tell when a teacher is doing or saying something that I know for a fact is microaggression or you're just straight up being racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and even kids, like, I'm sure there were some instance, instance, like instances with my fellow students. I don't remember too many of them. I haven't been in school for a very long time. <laughs> but I'm sure they existed. But like I said, I wasn't stupid. I knew it was happening and I can tell when it was happening. But, like, if I take those things away, I still had a decent experience because I had good friends. And I was fortunate to have teachers where I didn't always feel that way. I mean, there were some, but for the most part, some of them are okay. Um, And so, I don't know. I feel like my experience because of that was probably way better than yours. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine was, you know, and I've talked ad nauseum about how awful my uh school district was on this 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 show so (laughs) i I won't you know dive into that further but uh but the size of the school can be a factor it can be a factor i thought there were benefits being in a bigger middle school and high school because you have a better chance i feel like it's like finding your your people and finding where you fit there's usually more clubs like you can find somewhere you know where you belong i feel like the smaller the school maybe the less of that there is and that could maybe lead to some issues in terms of just feeling like you belong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's probably our number one criteria is finding the right, ideally, public school district. Yeah. Um, a yeah. yard is pretty, is pretty big for me. Well, for me, know. it goes school district, neighborhood with sidewalks. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, a good neighborhood, of course. But, like, sidewalks, for some reason, as a parent, is very important to me. Yeah. Like, I want to be able for, like, to keep them on the sidewalk. It's hard enough to keep them, like, near you without them running off. And, like, having, yep. like, stay on the side. At least I could tell them where to stay. But we lived in a neighborhood in Pittsburgh that had sidewalks. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It was just really nice. That Everyone nice. would go on walks. Everyone kind of knew each other. would say hi. It was just a nice, like, feel. And so I guess I'm searching for that here, which is going to be very difficult. But I'm searching for it here. Um, yeah. And so that's a, a big thing. But, yeah, a house with a yard. Mainly a backyard. The front yard yeah. could be small. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, the front yard. <laughs> the backyard, though. That's where, that's where the kids can really play. Yeah, so I feel like that's, like, our, our top is, like, school district. Um, neighborhood. A welcoming neighborhood, let's yeah. be clear. Because well, sometimes yeah. a good neighborhood can be kind of, like, the whole good school district good thing. Good in quotes, yeah. 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 <laughs> the right neighborhood, a progressive. Welcoming neighborhood, neighborhood yeah. yeah. Um, what was the third one? Yard. Oh, yard. <laughs> Don't you, I'm tired. No, I don't know what we just said. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we use a lot of different... Um, <clears throat> oh, you're going to puberty again, I see you guys. <laughs> a lot of different resources um, in our home search process. Trulia, I would say, is our go-to app um, for yeah. the home search process, just because it's just everything's laid out pretty conveniently. Zillow just feels like the Walmart of home Stop. apps for me. I knew you were about to bash. So, like, you were, I was waiting for it. I was like, he's about to talk crap about something. Yeah. But... The reason why I use Trulia is because when we had, like, a weekend to find a home in Pittsburgh, yep. and I was on all the other apps, I was on, like, Realtor, Zillow, looking at all these rentals, I'm like, okay, like, this is, 
we ain't got no time. <laughs> like we, we literally have one day to go and like find a place. And for some reason, something told me to like go on Trulia. And I was just like, I'm going to just check out Trulia. Not that, I guess like I assumed it'd be all the same listings. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the functionality of it, the way it's laid out kind of made that experience a little bit better. Um, but I ended up finding the home that we ended up renting mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh from the time we were there through Trulia and I hadn't found that home on any of the other apps like any of the other like housing it's rental a apps hidden gem yeah yeah and we ended up were we gonna leave like we ended up going but I think it was like last it was the last house that we saw and we were so yep, tired we were exhausted you we were just like oh, let's just go let's just yeah. look at this and then head home <laughs> like a nice three and a half hour drive back home and then we went in and we we're just like apply while we're driving yep. back yep. now yep. that's exactly <laughs> like, what we did and i'm pretty sure that is exactly what happened you had me trying to apply for the home mm-hmm. while driving back to central pa but yeah um so i just have a good experience with trulia and because that's all i've used i used it when we came back to central pa too from pittsburgh it's just kind of easier for me yeah i don't know for some reason i just kind of like it cleaner interface yeah nothing against like i have nothing against zillow or realtor what's the other ones there's so many other ones like home snap and all those places i just kind of stick with what works the best um also i feel like trulia has some cool like filters with the map i don't know if they still do but they used to have like a cool way that you can like filter the map to see different things um which i appreciate it so but yeah we use trulia I will sometimes use Niche for neighborhoods, but yeah. I know they've kind of like changed they've completely their purpose. Changed. They do yeah. like more school stuff now, like colleges, um, but they were really good and they still have it. Oh, wait, they do still have it. You just can't use the app for that anymore, right? Yeah. I think, but yeah. if they do still have it, like Niche is helpful when trying to understand how a neighborhood functions. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you never know. You can drive through it. You can look for all the telltale signs, like... You know, literal signs. Yeah. <laughs> literal signs or flags. Um, like in, in for both cases, if you're more of a conservative person, you can look for the Bernie stickers, you know, yep. you can drive through a neighborhood and figure it out. But sometimes you can't because like people like to like if you're like me, I don't like to display it outside or on my car or anything like that. Sometimes you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but niche kind of lets you get a little bit of an inside picture to that, which I... I how like I I value that because like I don't know how else we would know. Yeah. Um, and some of these neighborhoods. I've lived in New York long enough that I kind of know like I can give you some guidance, but there are some neighborhoods I've never even been to and I cannot tell you anything about them. <laughs> so and honestly if I haven't been to them it's probably because we don't need to be there. So. Yes. There's a reason we need to <laughs> There's a reason why I'm not going there. Um but I like it for that. I've started using it for school districts. I'm not the biggest fan for that yet. And I know that's bad because I think that's what they're trying to do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just need to see a bit more. And I do this even with like neighborhood search. Like I try to dig a little bit more into their data and how they like get it and, and stuff. Just because like, I don't know, some of it looks a little odd and off. So I have to kind of be like, well, where'd you pull this from? Yeah. But in general good app if you're just trying to get a feel for what you might encounter um and i think it works for people on both both ends of the spectrum there yeah i think so too and and um another thing 
worth mentioning i think about trulia as like that and i don't use this as much as you do but that street view for the sidewalk criteria <laughs> so yeah i take the helpful. sidewalk criteria very seriously i'll see a house and be like Mm-mm, let me see the street view yep. i don't know about this <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at all the pictures. You're like, not yet. We got to see. No, I will not look at a single photo. I read the description first, then do street view, then do schools, then look at the photos. I'm not going to fall in love with a house that is like crap everywhere else. That's fair. It's not worth it. It's not worth my time. Yep. Mm-mm. That's a good point. But yeah, those those are the basics. And uh, yeah. also, think... if you have friends that are like into real estate. Yes. Um, like we do. That's been helpful to see a sense of, like, how much you would actually have to bring to the table on closing. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever that day would be. Because there's just a lot of stuff I don't think people take into consideration. Because yeah. when I saw a breakdown, I was like, oh. Yep. <laughs> Where'd that, that come from? Yep. <laughs> so it's just going to help us kind of keep track of our savings. And, like, well, I think now know when we get to a place where we're, like, we're absolutely comfortable. Because we don't want to use all of our savings for a house, right? That's no. not smart. No. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. there's going to be things that happen. We always need an emergency fund and things like that. So it just helps us know kind of where we need to be for the house specifically. Yeah. So, so we have wiggle room kind of on the back side of it. Yeah. Um, but what's your, your biggest excitement and your biggest concern? Oh, I feel like I've talked about this before. I don't know which episode was like our rental home <laughs> buying one, but like I do not like doing like maintenance like stuff. Yeah. Like I could figure it out, sure. And I could maybe like know who the right person is, but the thought of having that be like our soul or like it's our responsibility. <laughs> yes. Like freaks me out. I'm like, okay, the hot water boiler is not working. Who do I call? And I just look at myself. Oh, it's me. I got to figure this yep. crap out. Yep. <laughs> like, no. I don't know. That scares me because I'm just like, crap, we got to like build relationships with people. Yep. Because you want the right people coming to fix stuff. And I don't know. That just like, freaks me out a little bit. Because how do you know who the right people are? And you're like, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's different. So, you know, it might be the right person for someone else. But it might be the right person for you. Yeah. So it just freaks me out. That's probably that and like lawn care. Like I love to garden. I will garden for you any day. We will go in the back and do whatever we need to do, even out front. But like, actually, I learned today that you have to water grass. Did you know that? Yeah. Why do I have to water grass? Like what? Well, it depends. I don't um, live in California. Well, but we we even then can they even water their grass? <laughs> they they can. They just have a very set restriction a lot of times on how much water they can use for the grass. Yeah. See, I so. I'm just like, wait. So you're gonna tell me? And and now this makes sense. I used to think people had the little sprinklers were just bougie. I was like, why you that bougie? Like, why you got the male sprinklers in your grass like well, that? Doesn't it rain? <laughs> like, but then like you know, doesn't rain enough from time to time. We have that problem here right now. So, like, I, it makes sense, but the thought that I would actually have to water my grass is like, no, thank you. Yeah. Why? Yeah. No. Like, sometimes I can't remember to do, like, little things. <laughs> you want me to remember to water the grass? Yep. I'll remember when it's brown and be like, oh, crap. <laughs> yep. I'll remember when it's too late. <laughs> like, oh, no. But I don't know. Fair. What about you? <laughs> I mean, for me 
termites. Just kidding. Well, that actually, so not necessarily termites. Oh, wait, did I say an excitement or did no, I just no, talk we, about we're concerns? We're doing concerns first. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, the inspection itself. Oh, before because you I've, die. Yeah, because I've seen so many shows and I and it's always usually like the Property Brothers where Jonathan comes out and he's like, hey, so you got $50,000 worth of termite damage, but I baked you some chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and it's like, no, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to hear that. That's not like, it's just that. The... Is there a way to like find that out? Because I did see like there can be like you can get that done. But like, how much can you actually do? before you buy the home like how much will the seller allow you to do to their home like because i'm sure they're gonna be like yeah sure you could punch a hole in this wall and check right. and see if it, right like how much can you do prior to moving or i guess prior to like closing on a house yeah i mean that's something if anyone out there listening knows message us on the gram because i i don't know um i mean that's a fair concern like yeah. i would be devastated or like if you find out like the pipes are like crap and now you gotta like put in whole new like plumbing or some crap like i don't know because i feel like we're gonna have a pretty tight window when it comes to cost yeah and we won't have a ton of wiggle room so if something goes wrong in the inspection process we could be screwed out of a home potentially and that's my biggest fear yeah i mean if something goes wrong during the inspection this is before you would buy i would assume though that you could chat with the seller like hey they found this awful thing um you gonna pay for that because i'm not yeah. like i figure like you could figure that out now if you're talking about like we had to do a renovation or something and they like punched a hole in the wall and they're just like oh these don't look good yeah i think you might have termites then i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't know what you do that's the thing you can't see you know behind the walls like i don't I think you kind of have to take everyone's word for it. I don't know exactly what someone who inspects homes do to, like, double check to make sure things are good. Yeah. But that's why I said you wouldn't want to spend all of your savings on a home because I'm sure there will be something, if not right away, I'm sure later down the line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your biggest excitement? Just having, like, our own space that's ours and, like, we don't have to ask permission to do things. Like, we can, well, <laughs> huh? we might still have to ask permission if it's, like, something that's either going to change the way the house looks or maybe on the grounds but just like in general on the inside like not having to like ask permission to paint or rip up carpet or just things like that having that freedom to fully make the space yours yeah that's what i'm excited about i would agree with that i i think i think the word space is a good one because if there's one thing that I can say about every place we've ever lived together thus far, it's that they're nice places. There just isn't a lot of wiggle room. Like somebody's next to us, like right next to us, attached to us. Yeah. And to be able to have a home that is its own entity with space around it, like that's yeah going to be awesome. I agree. Yeah. Um, our toddler quote, we have been hard at work, and he has been hard at work, potty learning. Yeah. And he's doing a great job. And 
yesterday I was with him when he was using the potty and he looks at because his potty is right next to the big potty um, and he goes he points at it and he goes I cannot sit on the big potty or else I will fall in the hole <laughs> I was like yeah that's right man that's um you're not quite there yet that's funny <laughs> so yeah he's doing well there <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that... I one time didn't look when you had the toilet seat up. Uh oh. And I will tell you, it's not fun to almost fall in the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Like it just not not fun. I trusted you put the seat down, and you did not. And I pretty much. That must have been downstairs. No, it wasn't here. This is like early on. Oh. Yeah. Okay. When we first started living together. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. evolved. You know better. <laughs> Don't you dare leave it. <laughs> Well, that is our show. We will probably sound more energized next week. Maybe, possibly. Possibly. Follow us on the gram (laughs) at Mike Did Bed or on LinkedIn. And yeah, that's it for this week. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.